Hello internet peeps and welcome to another edition of Escape from SideQuest. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And this is where we come every bi-weekly and talk about video games because we love movies and video games. So that's what we do here on the Nerd Review Network on Podbean.com. So network.podbean.com. There's the, the plug right there. Um, Andy, what the hell have you been playing? A bunch of video games. I see you got Pokemon White. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working through Pokemon White. White is my my time killer. Like, I think playing it directly after Moon was slightly a mistake. It's like, I don't want to over-Pokemon myself or anything. The game's still fun. I'm still real time with stuff. Um, I'm streaming Ultimate Runes of Virtue still. That game is, is still very interesting. I'm still writing the review I'm going to do in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just... I just piddled around in Tetris 99. I piddled around in some other... Oh, Outrun. I got Outrun from uh, Sega Ages on the Switch. And I played some Resident Evil 2. But the, the old one. Yeah, Switch is... Um, since I've been getting into a lot of retro shit, like, you have this the Nintendo app thing on the Switch that I'm, like, constantly going back and forth to. I know Kid Icarus was just added to this month. That, mm-hmm. I, that I kind of want to... Star Tropics, too, I think. hmm I've been playing the... Just... I, I didn't even add that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of, like, ice hockey and Tecmo Ball. <laughs> yeah. I like playing Tecmo Ball on there. I, I usually just play it with a friend, though. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's a very underrated sports game. Everybody's like, now nah, Mad- I play Madden. I'm like, fuck Madden. It's all about Tecmo Ball. Yeah. Or NFL Blitz, maybe. I got to ask you, where are you in Resident Evil 2? Um, skulking around the police station still. Um, can't remember. I, I like just, I just completed like a big circle and I think I'm about to start hunting for what I'm supposed to do next. You already got the medallion for the statue to get the key, I'm guessing, right? That's like one of the early parts, I think. Yeah, I did that. I did that, and I pushed some statues around. I've got some gems. I did the... Um, what else? There's like a helicopter blocking one of the way, and... Hmm. I can't remember. I don't know. I've seen a lot of the police stage. I really... Uh, I was in the library and moved some shells around. I really want to see you stream Resident Evil 2 Remake because once you have an idea of the original and then you go into the remake, it's going to be familiar, but it's also going to be different at the same time. And I might. I did get it for my birthday, so it's sitting around. I don't know if I'll play it back to back, but I have it, so it's a possibility. Cool. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, I've been playing Fire Emblem Advance. Uh, it just says Fire Emblem, but I, I put Advance in there because it's on the Game Boy Advance. And I know it's the first Fire Emblem that came west, so they didn't give it the subtitle. In Japan, it's called like Fire Emblem something. I don't know, Rune of Sages or uh, Dragon Time. I, I don't know, but they mm. just call it Fire Emblem in the United States, which was stupid. And then every Fire Emblem after it had the subtitle, so it's really confusing. But yeah, that, Fire Emblem Advance is the best thing to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I dig. I I'm getting an echo from you, by the way. Um, oh, you the whole time? Uh, just now, actually. 
It's a little weird. I hate technology. Me, Zach, and uh, Will, that was on the Resident Evil 2 Remake podcast, uh, we were having so much technical difficulty. <laughs> it was crazy, but it was also funny at the same time. Um, I played Fire Emblem, and I, I will say this is my first Fire Emblem, and it's so addicting. Uh, I will say, like, the story is straightforward. Like, you meet up with this person, and you you're fighting off all these like rogue kingdoms in a way and i just love the tactic part like the gameplay is what interested me the mo most the story i just don't really care about the stories in some of the other games are more exciting than others like they're kind of all over the place mm -hmm. yeah so like there were certain times where i was like oh you know we're saving this village i get it you know you're so grateful let me fast forward it so I can get to the, the gameplay already. And I gotta admit, it, it was really, really difficult at times. Like, you had to strategize to use certain characters because you had, like, the magic. Then you have, like, the big guy with the armor and, like, the mace and shit and the axe. Like, you really had to strategically do it or you'll get fucked up. Like, you have a healer. I mean, it's just your ordinary RPG game. And I never played Final Fantasy Tactics, so I'm not familiar. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with this kind of play. Like I'm more turn-based in a way of, you know, random interaction, and then you fight, uh, and you choose what attack you're gonna do. Last night, I decided to say fuck keyboard and mouse and in, in first-person shooter PC games, and decided to put up my controller. Uh, to play Apex Legends, and I found out that I'm ten times better with a controller than keyboard and mouse, and I was getting <laughs> kills. And I won a game. Wow. Yeah, so, like, maybe against a really, really good keyboard and mouse player, like, they're obviously going to have the advantage because they're used to, you know, they could shoot you quicker. But a lot of people on the internet are not that great and not, like, pro, so I can kill those people. <laughs> what's, what's it called when you win an apex like it, it's not chicken dinner is do they call it something something clever or is it just you win no nah, you win that's it but but what's great about apex legends well one it's free um yeah there's microtransactions but you get uh when you win uh or at least when you get to the top three you do get a lot of points so you can buy the other characters and it's very cosmetic so it's more cosmetics than the characters. There's only like two other characters and I'm like 200 away from unlocking one of the characters. Uh, but it's also small, a small map and small squads. So you're constantly going to be in battle with somebody. And it's not like PUBG where you're like a half an hour to an hour just walking and then you either win or you die. And then I played Resident Evil 2 Remake just to refresh my mind for the Resident Evil 2 Remake podcast that me, Zach, and Will did the other day. So I went to go play the B scenario, and the B scenario is the one where I, I have the most trouble because they throw everything at you. It's like, hey, you played scenario A, that was, you think that was easy? Boom, you're getting fucked. Here's zombies, here's Mr. X in like five minutes in the game. So I was terrified with that. <laughs> and I also, I also uploaded new mods to Resident Evil 2 Remake since I have it on PC. 
So I have naked Mr. X. Oh, he's wearing a Speedo. <laughs> uh, Thomas the Train, Mr. X. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and um, they're working on a random items uh, mode so that uh, when you pick up an item, it could be any... You can get, like, the last item that you get near the end in the beginning of the game. That can sequence break the game, right? Yeah. But it's weird. Like, if you get a certain key, like, let's say one of the keys that you... Uh, you get in the beginning is at the end it could break it so I wonder how they're gonna do that maybe they're gonna have key items in there that need to be there so that you could advance uh, I don't know I don't know the random item uh, playthroughs of Legend of Zelda Link to the Past are some of my favorites to watch they're so interesting mm-hmm I like the Zelda one and um, some of the Resident Evil old ones do that now like Resident Evil 2 uh, and Resident Evil 3 have it and, and I know Resident Evil 2 on the N64, this is what Zach told me, uh, that one of the unlockables that you get are the item uh, randomizer. Oh, like it's just in there. Huh. Yep. So I, I kind of want to bring up, uh, not games that I played, but games that I bought uh, on eBay, some retro sure. games. I got, for PSP, I got the first Final Fantasy. I got Armored Core Formula Front Extreme Battle. I always wanted to try that. I love the Armored Core games. Mm -hmm. I have Dissidia um, Zero One Two, the Final Fantasy one. I think that's the fighting game. Mm -hmm. And then I got the Red. Uh, it doesn't say the RD Birthday. The third, third birthday. Yeah, I does. It, does it, the third, the three is missing on this box. That's weird. <laughs> and that's... Well, it's, it's like the spiritual third persona game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got that. And then, obviously, I had got the Game Boy Advance SP. Um, I got Fire Emblem, obviously. And then I got Pokemon Ruby, Ver uh, Ruby version. Sapphire. And Emerald... Emerald version. Now, I did buy the reproduction of the Pokemon ones because the um, the regular ones are going about fifty dollars a piece. Yeah, they're pricey. So I was like, I'll just get a reproduction. It's not like I'm reselling it or collecting it to sell it again in the future. So I was like, fuck it, I'll get the reproduction. The only thing you can't do is trade with other people, and it's not like I'm trading with <laughs> with another person in Game Boy Advance. Well, you can't trade. That's fucky. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was, but um, I was also given Anthem for free. So I have a mission where I'm not really buying any a lot of AAA games from EA. Uh, the only other AAA game that I'm getting is because my friends are getting it, and it's Division 2. Uh, and I heard Division 2 is actually doing pretty well. It's not, there is microtransactions, but it's not like it it, it used to be. Because they probably know that microtransactions are bad, and you shouldn't have that. But other than that, that's all I've been playing. Did you actually play Anthem? Mm-hmm. 
I played a little bit. Um, there's obvious um, bugs in it uh, because of the publisher that it comes from. <laughs> uh, but here's what's confusing. So they give you a confusing tutorial where they just throw shit at you and say, hey, this is how you do things. After you get through the tutorial, you go to this hub area where it's kind of like a lobby section where you can get other uh, quests and uh, dialogue with some people. It's like a uh, stores and stuff where you can get for your armor and all that crap. Okay. And then the user interface is so terrible that you don't know how to click a mission because you have to go to your suit, uh, your, which is a javelin, and you have to click yes to uh, to the mission, but it doesn't highlight it, so you don't know if you click it. <laughs> and every time you go to do a mission, it's like, hey, you didn't click the mission, and it's so annoying. But like the shooting, the gameplay itself is fine. Like I said, there's a few bugs here and there, but you get what what you paid for from EA pretty much, and. There's always going to be bugs in those type of games. Oh, and Division 2 apparently is going to have like a 90 gigabyte first day patch, which is annoying. Nice. Yep. What are you getting it on? I'm getting it on PC and PS4 because uh, I have friends on PS4 and then I have friends on PC. Jeez, buying it twice. Mm-hmm. It's all nice there. I got a deal on a website. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Green Man Gaming. Oh yeah. They they, they sell it for a few dollars uh, off. So I'll get on there. Anyway, let's move on to some news that matter to us. Actually, first, do we need? Did you do any quest? No, unfortunately, I didn't. I've uh, I've been stripping for a while. Mm-hmm. I uh, and I haven't do any quest, so yep. So we're not spinning a wheel this week. So let's go to some news that matter to us, kinda. So we had a, so we had a scavenge. Uh, we had to go explore the internet to find some few stories instead of just being like, "Hey, we played these games. Peace out." So I found a few that we could possibly talk about really quickly. Uh, Microsoft announced that they're going to have Halo Master Chief Collection and Halo Reach coming to PC, the Windows Store, and Steam uh, later. I still can't believe Steam. Like the Windows Store makes perfect sense, but not a lot of people. Not a lot of people like the Windows stuff. I mean, me neither. But still, interesting. It's a good business move. Sure. I mean, uh, Phil knows what he's talking about. The guy, the guy who wears the leather jacket. I forget his name. His name's Phil, right? <laughs> I want to say Phil Spector, or is that someone else? Uh, we're close enough. <laughs> um, Dead or Alive Six uh, came out recently, I believe. Yes, it came out recently, and this is old news, but I kind of wanted to bring it up anyway. They have a season one pass for ninety two ninety nine. This is, I, I've been hearing a lot about this, and I just, it's so fucking ridiculous. And it's funny, because it, it even says Season Pass 1, like, one of possibly more. <laughs> and I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, there's gear, there's costume, there's some maps and stuff. 
fucking Street Fighter has a season pass where it's about like yeah, let me go search that right now. Street Fighter. Street, Street Fighter has If you want to own all of Street Fighter, it's pretty expensive too, but it's not it's not that level of stupid. Like here we go. Season one pass, nine uh ten dollars. Season two, twenty dollars. Season three, thirty dollars. That is nowhere near fucking ninety-two dollars. Buying the game again though. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's it's still stupid for Street Fighter Five, but you imagine another season pass for Dead Alive Six, and it's the same price. We're getting into thousand dollar territory soon if they keep on going. What was that one train game that had more than DLC? Oh, probably like Train Simulator or something. Yeah, it was like a Simulator, and you could get all kinds of different locomotives and stuff. I mean. It's such a gray area when it comes to this shit because, you know, you're going to have those people that don't want to unlock shit uh, and just want to buy and get their stuff and just play with it. And I get those point of view. But then you have game companies uh, that just say, hey, you know, you know, we know you don't want to waste time in unlocking. So here's this and this and you have to pay like 90, like Dead or Alive 6, 92 99 like it's fucking outrageous it's stupid but hey people keep on buying and don't vote with their wallet and they're just gonna keep on doing it yeah definitely i mean they're gonna keep pushing they're, they're gonna go further and further stuff like this until they realize where the line is mm -hmm. and then and then when they do get caught like ea with battlefront 2 um they'll just find another way to try to take your money yeah, they're always going to be experimenting, trying to, trying to do the next thing. It's why I'm digging more retro games now, because looking back at Fire Emblem and uh, the PSP games and the PS3 games and the uh, Xbox 360, uh, they give you a full $60 game. I mean, I know PS3 and 360, they kind of started doing the whole DLC and Season Pass thing, but like the early years of those consoles like you were still getting quality games now it's just like all right let's bring out a bare bone game where they play like one or two levels and they could play those one or two levels or a section of the open world until we come out with a new uh microtransaction or a dlc that you have to get in order to play the rest of the game <sighs> I know we beat this dead horse a thousand times, but yeah, when is it going to end? And the only thing I could think of where it's going to end is if it has like a video game crash. Not like the 80s one, but like something that people just... It's going to be something like that, I believe. I mean, uh, it's not just stuff like this, but it's... Um, this is something that uh, I know not everyone likes to do. Something Jim Sterling's been harping on a lot lately. And, like, at some point, it's like, yeah, you talk about it a lot, but I think he's got a good point. Everyone wants to take up all of your time. Like, every game is supposed to last forever. Like, Fallout 76 was going to be an online game that was going to have downloadable content forever. Destiny 2, Anthem, uh, The Division, for that matter. All kinds of stuff. All these games want to come out. They want you to keep playing them for years as they roll out DLC and get more money. Mm -hmm. And eventually, 
people aren't going to, people can't buy all these games, so there's going to be less games getting bought. I don't know. It, it does feel like it's kind of rolling in a direction that it can't withstand. So, I think we're going to see a lot of just how like the battle royale thing is going now, where games like Titanfall one and two, which were good games. They just came out at the wrong time because they were facing up, I believe, against Call of Duty or like a battlefield, and they got crushed by the competition. And because, you know, they didn't make enough money, uh, they didn't want to put any focus on Titanfall 3. So instead, they came out with a free-to-play Battle Royale because they knew they'll make money off of microtransactions because people will love... Because I like Apex Legends. It's a good game. But I understand the business part of it, where they're just going to be like, people are going to love this game. They're going to want to have these skins. So we're going to put, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm just using an example. Like, a Resident Evil skin or, like, a, a Capcom skin, skin on there. Hey, you want Mega Man in Apex Legends? Uh, you know, buy our microtransactions. And that's how they make money. I see more of the gaming business going towards that. And it's scary. And this game of service crap with like Rainbow Six Siege, where that's all they're gonna do is they're gonna have one game, uh, one engine, and they're just gonna keep on adding. I've talked before about how I, I kind of like that. I like the idea of don't release a new sixty dollar game every year, already made. Mm -hmm. But man, every company's doing it now, and it's it's starting to have it's starting to have stuff happen that I, I didn't really understand or see coming. But I, it could be nothing, but it really does seem like it can't withstand what they're doing as it sits. And, you know, all that on top of loot box controversy and uh, the possibility of the government stepping in to regulate it and people just getting fatigued with $93 season passes and all this download of content rebuying the same game all the time mm -hmm. yeah it, it's it's lots lots of stuff all happen at the same time that does make it feel like it's not going to be like the atari game crash or anything but it does kind of feel like at some point uh the, the gears are going to grind down and we're going to have to take a step backwards or something yeah i mean with the game of service like yeah it's a good idea but game publishers could take advantage advantage of that where you know they'll throw a couple of $20 season passes for this game and then out of nowhere they'll be like oh here's a uh, this expansion or DLC season but you got to pay $80 for it you start to add up like those 20s and those 10s and then that 180 you're looking at a lot of money that you're going to be putting into this game where I think Maybe it's just because it's way too much money to create a game. Maybe I don't understand that portion of it. Yeah, that is an argument, too. Like, the price of games was going up steadily throughout the 80s, 90s, and the early 2000s. And then it just kind of stopped at 60. And game publishers say, oh, downloadable content, season pass, and stuff like that. That's that's how we're recouping this losses. That's why you're not paying $80 for a game now. But... I don't know. I don't know if I buy that entirely. I think there's something to it, but I've never understood why every single game gets charged a flat fee. Because, honestly, I don't believe every game is $60 worth of value. I think there's some games that are more value, but I think the vast majority of them 
could be considered less value and people would point to the fact that it only costs millions of dollars to make these games maybe stop spending millions of dollars on every single game just mm -hmm. make some decent games yeah because i what i love about sony so much and even nintendo like their sony exclusives that they'll put time into the single player where they come out with decent quality like god of war spider spider-man and soon uh i mean well the last of us one and then soon last of us part two and then hopefully <laughs> that stranding if that ever comes out um like they have quality and nintendo does the same thing yeah, they're starting to do like their season passes, but it's not like they're doing a Dead or Alive six where you know you have to pay fucking hundred, almost a hundred dollars to get your season one pass. Like, like you have Smash, you get a full, a huge ass game. That's a huge game, uh, with a twenty five dollar um, season pass or fighter pass, as they call it. it. It's it's getting out of control, and hopefully soon something will change where. It goes in the right direction, but I, I don't think we're going to get that right direction because everybody wants more money. It's just it's just how the world turns, I guess. Uh, kind of moving on, before we get to the ninja story, I mentioned Death Stranding. I don't know if you read that uh, Hideo Kojima said that they're a little behind schedule. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Every every big budget game is going to fall behind schedule. And besides, uh, he didn't even say when it was coming out, so... Mm -hmm. They could have said nothing, and we would have never known. So. Yeah, and a lot of people are speculating that it's coming out early 2020, and I think that's a safe bet. Uh, I think it's going to be a launch title for PS5. Uh, I think it'll be Christmas 2020. Oh, damn. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 took a pretty long time. And I think that, I think that took like five years to make. And we're already on four years, I believe, with Dead Stranding when they announced it. So who knows? I mean, he did say they're a little behind. They're not totally behind, but it's Hideo Kojima. You know he's going to want to make it perfect. And uh, he'll, he'll keep on delaying until it's his. he's satisfied with it. And then the final news that, uh, <laughs> since we talked about Apex Legends... Apparently, there is a news story going around that uh, Ninja, who's known for Fortnite, uh, pretty much the face of Fortnite, got paid by EA $1 million to stream Apex Legends. Imagine being a streamer and EA coming up to you be like, hey, we had this free to play game. We want to pay you a million dollars to play it and like it. I don't know how he didn't like retire. Some of these streamers, man, um, I think if you're like a PewDiePie or a Markiplier or now a Ninja, because now Ninja's like, he's big, dude. He, he's a he's a celebrity now. He, he kind of seems like one of the, I, I, I think PewDiePie is the only one who could arguably be What was that? I didn't hear you. On the I, he's, he, he's very big, I agree. Yeah, um... But other streamers, man, when they start getting all those donations in, like, y you gotta think, maybe some of them are gonna not be pretty good with money and not invest in it. And then, you know, yeah. you, you find out, just like old football players and celebrities, where you find out they uh, are nobodies now and work at a, uh, 
a realtor. <laughs> it blows my mind. How does that even happen? It's because they, uh, you know, they buy drugs and drink a lot and party a lot, and they find out they have no more money and they're irrelevant. I don't know, man. It just people got people need to look at streaming and YouTube. And I get it. it some of it might be a job. I think if you have a, a thing like, um, you know, like kind of funny or rooster teeth and all that stuff, like you'll be fine. But if you're going by yourself and trying to make money off of it, like a job, you got to think sometimes you might be become irrelevant and just nobody would care about you anymore. Sounds scary. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, there's no other news to talk about. Um, the next big game coming out is The Division, which is Friday. Um, what else is coming out? I know there's another... I'm getting Devil May Cry 5 soon. Oh yeah, that's out. Apparently, it's great. Mm -hmm. Capcom has been doing fucking good, dude. I don't know what happened. Like, what made them snap out and be like, we need to make good games. Maybe because they're like, all right, we, we're milking the shit out of Street Fighter. Let's make sure Monster Hunter is good. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake is good, and then Devil May Cry 5. But who knows? Like, gaming is pretty weird. Like, maybe the next game is going to be terrible. Whatever that next game is. Andy, any projects you're going to be working on? You're still working on Ultima, I'm guessing? Yeah, Ultima's uh, up right now. My dad just... What's going on here? What? Oh, my dad texted me a picture of his gun. I was like, why is he sending me this picture from work? He's threatening you. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, my projects, so I'm still doing a Nemesis project with uh, Zach. I know Will wants to do some other episodes that he's familiar with. He doesn't want to do all of them. I also just been coming up with ideas where we just play uh, game series that we know a, a lot about, like Metal Gear. Uh, I'm eventually going to start doing Kingdom Hearts. And then I do want to do Devil May Cry because that's another series that I played a lot back then. Devil May Cry 3 is my favorite. But uh, other than that, yeah. Uh, do you have any last thing to, to talk about? Anything you want to throw out there? Yeah, I mean, follow me on Twitch. Watch me play Ultima. Watch me whine about how difficult it is sometimes. And then eventually watch the video review. And are you playing that on GameCube, by the way? Yeah, I'm using my Game Boy player. I, I was thinking about using the uh, Super Game Boy because I have my sweet new YPVPR cables for it, but mm -hmm. I don't have the adapter with the Elgato, so I gotta use it. Yeah, I think that's my next project. There's two other projects that I want to buy. And what I mean projects, I mean go on eBay and buy uh, GameCube with the Game Boy Advance player. Yes. Uh, and then I also want to get... My goal is to get all the handheld shit, so I want to get a PlayStation Vita b before it starts to go up in price since they don't make anything, make them anymore. Uh, but I want to get that and then uh, eventually the Game Gear 
and all the other handhelds that I need to get the Game Boy Color and the original Game Boy. And then the, the first Game Boy Advance, the purple one. I have the Advance SP, the one with the brighter screen. <laughs> the SP is what you want. Yep. SP is amazing. Other than that, to catch our podcast, uh, both uh, Escape from SideQuest and Big Trouble in Little Podcast, make sure to go to novnetwork.podbean.com. Right now, our last Escape from SideQuest is starting to get a lot of downloads because of the new intro that we put in there, maybe? <laughs> after, we put the new, after we put the new intro, we got like 20 downloads on that episode. Uh, I think almost 20. I think 18 we're at now. I'm kind of inflating the number. And also, make sure to like comment. Uh, go on nerdreview.com. I do post our podcast there, too. And... Uh, we have my friend Mike who does a lot of horror movie reviews that he puts up there. A lot of B-rated movies, so uh, check them out. And we're also on U- oh, well, Game Journal is on YouTube. That's my other project where I just do video game essays or do, do live streams where I put my uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake and Division 2 stream on there. But until next time, everybody, I'll see you next week. Peace out. Thanks for listening.